welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E, and I'm excited to for the person that I got coming on the show. She's a certified coach. She's a fellow podcaster. She's an entrepreneur. Welcome to the show, Karen Gray. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So excited to be here. So how are you doing today? I am in Texas and I am doing well. It's beautiful here and um, just loving life. Summertime, so life is good. That's awesome, and that's 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 what I love about doing my podcast. Got because I get to speak to people all over the country, all over the world. So since I'm in Pennsylvania, you're in Texas. So this is this is what's so great about being able to do this and 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 just be the connections I've been able to make since I started my podcast. So what let's let's just jump right into it. What started you on your personal journey when you transitioned from the corporate world to become an entrepreneur? Um such a great question because everybody's journey is different, right? We all get here at different. all these different paths that kind of coincide. Um I started coaching back in 2009, but I was working with pageant girls. My daughter was in a pageant and her coach um had had a tragic accident and we lost her. And so I stepped in to help my daughter and that just kind of began evolving into this passion of helping people. And finally just reached a point where I loved doing that more than I loved doing my job. And so I just found a, found a way to do that. And it just kind of took a life of its own once people started finding me. And, you know, when you, when you have a calling on your life and you live a passion, you can't help but see opportunities to do that all the time. And that's really what happened for me. Um, I transitioned from working with the pageant girls into working with adults and professionals in 2017 and then full-time in 2020. Awesome. So, um, so how did your own adaptation journey, um, well, how did your own adoption journey and battles with self-worth shape your perspective and how to help empower women? Yeah. So when I was, so I was adopted when I was born. So I've always grown up knowing I was adopted. I learned like super early on. It was always part of my journey. And what I discovered knowing that about myself and, and kind of going through coaching school and all the things you really get this self-awareness. Um, but reflecting back, I noticed that the things that my pageant girls struggled with, with confidence and being able to be judged and seen by other people as good or bad, less or, you know, qualified. Um, my financial clients also struggled with that and it impacted their confidence and that impacted their money. So these things just began to just align everywhere. So what I noticed was that, you know, we never really outgrow the things that happen to us when we're children. And so that became this pursuit of, I really want to help people process the things that happen to them and understand that they've happened for them. And so I've used my adoption journey and what I learned to help heal myself to help others. And that has just become this, this total process of rediscovery for people to 
truly find their value, truly find their worth, truly find their voice and be able to live life on purpose. And you're absolutely right. I didn't, I didn't have a purpose. I didn't know what my purpose Mm -hmm. was. And then I, I was furloughed from my job. I, 2020 yeah uh, the big shutdown and so i didn't have i didn't have a job i was home and so i had already been wanting to start a podcast but i had been making up excuses like who's gonna listen it was just me of course it's always this right it's always this just putting the doubt in myself that i didn't i I said oh who's gonna listen to me who's gonna wanna Mm -hmm. and so when i finally decided to just step out of my comfort zone and do it i found that i loved it this is this is what i love to do i, I had such a great time yeah just the, the at first at first when I started interviewing people it was just i would interview actors coaches all different things and it wasn't until recently that i decided that i wanted to focus more on the coaching aspect of it and uh and the leadership aspect of it all, because mm. this is uh, this is something I felt that people needed to to hear. These, these are these are stories people needed to share with other people because there's people out there that are struggling with these situations, and yeah. and to be able to hear somebody talk about it, that just me and and just the response from people when people reach out and say, "I needed that episode. Thank you so much." Right. It's, it makes a difference. And when you feel like you're making a difference, you get to see that your mess is now your message. And that's what's making the difference because people see if you've gone through it and survived it, overcome it and become this stronger person because of it, they can too. It gives people hope. And that's really what our human existence is about, helping other people and giving hope. In your experience, what role does mindset play in the success and fulfillment of of what you what, of what you want to get accomplished? Oh my goodness! I feel like everything starts with our mind because it begins with a thought, and when we make that thought mean something about whatever it is. So, for example, let's say my adoption. Mm-hmm. So, if I think about my adoption and think that that makes me less than then my mindset is going to be built around the fact that I'm less than. So I'm going to see ways. I'm going to be able to find ways that reaffirm and confirm how I am less than other people because I'm adopted or because I was given up for adoption, right? Whatever we focus on and wherever our mind and our thoughts go, we will always find proof of that. So, you know, our reticular activating system goes to work finding the things, the proof that we look for. And so everything begins with the thoughts that we have and the stories that we make them mean and our mindset. So when we can really engage our subconscious thoughts and have our subconscious believe whatever it is that we want it to believe, that then begins to be the operating system that takes over. And so our mind then focuses on what we tell it to. So if I'm telling myself, instead of being abandoned, I was chosen. My mother chose to have a life for me that would be better than what she could give me. That was her choice. 
that was her intention. So I wasn't abandoned. I was chosen for another life. And this is really where I was meant to be the whole time. That completely shifts the whole narrative of the conversation in my head, which shifts my mindset. And so, you know, just with that example, um, you get to see how everything kind of focuses and revolves around our mind. So our mind is really the center of this universe that we create. You love it or you hate it. You can do something about it because it all revolves around your head. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And that's something that was one of the issues with me at first Mm. was just self-doubt. It was me just having, not having confidence in myself, not not believing in myself and not thinking that I was capable of doing this. And absolutely. And that I would, but it took, it just, it was just something just hit and just being able to sit down and and communicate with so many different people and learn from so many different people. Mm. At one point it became, I felt like I was being selfish because I was enjoying the conversation so much. I was having such a great time being able to learn from so many different people. I got to, to sit down and, 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 and speak to someone that I admire. And that was like one of the greatest experiences for me. Mm. We we're taught by a society that if we take care of ourselves or do things that please us and serve us, that that's selfish. And really when our cup is full and we've taken care of ourselves first, we have so much more to give everyone else. It's the least selfish thing we can do is make sure we're whole and healed and healthy and full so that we can give more. And that's something that we, we don't, we don't look at it that way. Yeah. We, we drain ourselves and, and, and expect, and and expect for everything to align. But if we're not taking care of ourselves, if we're not filling up our cup, how are we expected to overflow into other people's cups? Yeah, we can't. You're right. hundred percent. We can't, we have nothing to give back if we're empty. So by taking care of ourselves, by choosing to see things as working out for us, I, I love to ask this question of my clients. How many times have you, gone through something and you're like, this is the absolute worst thing that could happen. I can't believe that man broke up with me. We'll use that as an, as an example. Can't believe he broke up with me. I'm devastated. And you spend all this time mourning over this. And then later on, maybe even years later, you can look back in hindsight and maybe see the path that that person went on. And you can see that was actually the best thing that could have happened for you right? You were protected from what that person was going to do or who that person was. Maybe he was abusive or maybe, you know, the path that he was walking was going to steer you down the wrong path from where you were supposed to be because the next person you met was the person and you would have missed it had you been in that relationship. So if you just consider that thought, that can give you the support to think, yeah, everything that's happening to me is happening for me and it's for my best. I'm going to just trust it and, and walk with the fact that God's protecting me. The universe is protecting me. Whatever I believe is sheltering me and putting me exactly where I need to be. So that means where I'm at right here, right now is enough and it's where I need to be. And I'm doing the things I'm supposed to be doing right here, right now. Absolutely. 
that this conversation was supposed to happen. These things, right. were, these things were supposed to happen because this message needed to be shared. And, yeah. that, and that's something that I've, I've embraced so much. I've loved that fact that I'm able to come and give people a platform and have them share their stories and, and other people benefit from it. And other people listen to, from, listen to it and be like, oh man, this is a message I needed to hear. This is what yeah. this is what I needed to hear today because I needed this. Yeah. And to be able to help people in that way, it, it's it's a wonderful feeling. I wish everybody and like I said, I didn't know I wasn't in media, I didn't do radio, I didn't do any of that. Yeah. And once I got behind the mic and I started doing it and, and I finally got the courage to press record and then upload it and release it because it's, it's all a process it, 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 it takes you recording it and and really finally being comfortable with releasing right. it and and sending it out free to the world and but it, it took some time <laughs> it does it does it takes time it takes courage but what if that hadn't happened right what if you hadn't pursued it with the courage and just trusted that this was the journey you were supposed to be on, there are people who wouldn't be impacted today in the way that you've impacted them. And the ripple effect of that, the ripple effect of what you've created by just trusting and turning something like the pandemic situation that happened to your job into this, which has now impacted in the butterfly or ripple effect of that rock being thrown in the pond is impacting hundreds of lives, thousands of lives. And those lives are impacting hundreds and thousands of lives. So the, the ripple effect is exponential. We can't even count the influence that we're having just by this conversation and someone hearing us say that you're valuable and you're worthy and you're here for a reason and what you're doing right now is where you're supposed to be. Just trust that. Oh, no, it, it's definitely the, the people you meet now. Like I've met mm -hmm. some wonderful people that have become that are, that are lifelong friends now yeah. and people that I've learned from. And, and, and then you, I still have friends that prior to me doing the podcast have always been supportive. Like uh, my friend Corrado. Yes. Love this guy. He's always checking, checking in, sharing my, my, my shows always supporting me. Every time he sees me shows me hey, love. And it's, it's those experiences. It's, being able to have people like him encourage me and say, Hey, dude, I love the show, but maybe you might want to talk about this sometimes. And I, mm. and I, and I, and I enjoy it. I, yeah. I take that. I'm like, okay, you want to hear, you want me to talk about that? And and I do it. And Corrado says, hi, Karen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and, th and this is another reason it. why so cool. I started going live is because the interaction, I get to have, I get to make this their show as well now. Now with the fact that they get to be a part of the show and yeah. and chat with the guests and ask questions or even comment if they want to leave a great comment. It's their show now. It's their part of the show. They're part of history now. So, I love it. Well, that's to me. That's been the best part of being a coach and being a podcaster is the ability to have that ripple effect impact and seeing people's lives influenced and changed, not because of anything that, that I've done, but just the things that get to be done through me and um, that I get to be a part of. So it's very humbling and I love it, love it, love it. So 
Thank so, you for this opportunity for sure. Oh, you're a fellow podcaster as well. So tell us something about your podcast. Oh, my podcast is called Rock Movers. And um, that came from one of my speeches. I was delivering one day about really the journey that we all have in life and how we begin to carry this baggage and along life's way, we pick up rocks. And, you know, we, we flippantly throw the term out, you know, uh, man, that woman's got a lot of baggage or that guy's got a lot of baggage. And what that baggage represents are really the woundings, right? The things that have happened to us that people have said to us or told us or done to us that we take on and carry. And they became, they become super heavy and we're carrying them around and logging them around throughout our life. And one day around the time that I began going through coaching school and really getting trained and understanding more about the the true modalities of coaching and how to help someone really transition um, through energy awareness and just the presence of knowing. Um, what I learned was I get to choose the things that are in my bag. I get to choose whether I want to carry those around because you have the rock, but that rock, let's say this rock that I'm carrying around is anger. I'm angry over things that have happened to me. Um, hurt feelings, broken relationships, whatever it is, things didn't go the way I had planned. Well, I get to choose whether I carry that rock or I move it out of my bag and I carry the lesson that that rock taught me because the anger came from situations where I really learned. I learned about myself. I learned about that person. I learned about what I was capable of, what I could do. So I choose to carry the lessons, not the rocks. And so my podcast is really about moving the rocks, the heaviness out of our bag and keeping the lessons. And so I encourage people to become rock movers and remove the rocks from your bags, carry the lessons and use those lessons to move forward. But the rocks, you can lay them down and those pave the way for those coming behind you. You set the example for those that you're going to influence, those you're going to touch and those coming behind you in your path, whether it's your kids or those you're mentoring or people that you just touch, that path paves the way. And so it's about turning things, things that the the devil meant for, for evil, we can turn them into good and use them for the good of all. And so my story is about people who have overcome hard things and turned them into good journeys and turned them into powerful businesses, turned them into powerful opportunities and how they've overcome these situations that other people would consider a rock, but they've moved it out of their bag and it's now an opportunity. And so amazing, amazing people on my podcast. Um, it kind of went... Uh, a little stagnant when life got a little busy, but I started it during the the pandemic. One of my friends had a podcast and she was like, you have to start one. And so I did. And I loved it. I love just like you getting on and hearing people's stories and being able to share their story, their experience with people that they wouldn't have the opportunity to me or people that, you know, are in my circles that wouldn't have an opportunity to hear them. Otherwise I get to merge those two worlds. Um, cause I have a, a pretty diverse, um, friendship and, and business partnerships. I, I have a rodeo world and a professional world and a financial world and a podcast world and a coaching world. And so I get to merge and blend all of those worlds in together. And, um, those 
those guests show up on my podcast and have really powerful conversations. So I love it. it. It's, it's, it's talking about a rock. Um, I was widowed at 31 mm, and, that's a big rock. and yeah. And then it was just one tragedy after another. I, I, I reunited with my dad only to lose him. I lost two brothers also. It was just a, a lot of tragedies Yeah, and I was angry. Of course, a that's a anger. normal human reaction. To it was, all it was, of that. There was a lot of anger and it was a heavy rock. It really mm. was not. And listening to you break it down and, and talk about it, it was a heavy, heavy rock. Yeah. And it took me a long time to to get that rock off of me. And it, it took it took time. It took. It took me finally realizing that this rock shouldn't be on me. Yeah. It, it was like I was carrying this burden and angry over some things I couldn't control. Mm. And so to have this rock on me was like, oh man, just to be able to lift it off and, 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 and start really realizing like, I have to continue to start, continue to live. I can't continue to be upset and angry and carry this rock and have it sink and bring me down. You know, I'm so glad that you shared that. Thank you for sharing that with me. I'm sure your listeners maybe have already heard that, but I didn't know that about your story. Um, But I think there's something that I didn't share that I want to share now, if you will. Um, Oftentimes we carry the rock because the rock serves us. Meaning while you carried that rock, you were holding on to the anger was the part of those people that you had left right? You still had that emotion tied to that situation. So during that time, that anger served you. It kept you protected. It kept kept people away. So it was a part of your way to survive during that time. So for anyone carrying a rock right now that's hearing this and they're like, I'm not ready to let go of this rock, that's okay. That rock may be serving you in this time, in this space, But there will come a time, and if you'll trust, there will come a time where you'll be ready to let go of that rock and let it down, let get rid of it. But not everybody gets rid of the rocks in the right, you know, in the same time. It's not that carrying a rock is bad. There's no judgment over that at all. So I just wanted to share that because what you shared was very, like, that's really tender. And carrying that rock for you during that time was really important for you to carry and lay it down when you were ready. There isn't a date, right? When you have, when you're grieving and you're, there's so much loss, there's not a, a right time to let that go. Everybody does it differently. So um, I just think it's really important for us to know when people are going through things, it's not for us to tell them you got to let that go. Cause we don't get to say that, but when you're ready to let it go, that rock will serve you in the next place that it has outside of the bag. Just know you don't have to carry it forever. No, and and it's it's somebody it was somebody asked me he's like, would you change everything you've gone through? And I'm mm. like, no. I was like, I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. Yeah. But it's made me who I am today. It's helped mold me yeah. to the person I am today. So I don't wish it upon anyone. 
but it's also part of my story, part of what I was supposed to experience here and 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 go through in life. And yeah. so to be able to sh- have this platform mm-hmm. and share it with people and let them know that, hey, listen, everybody goes through these struggles. It's, it's, it's not easy. And just like you said, when the time comes, you'll know when it's time for you to release that rock. Yeah. It, it wasn't meant for me to release it when everybody else thought I should. Right. It was it was time for when when it was I knew it was hot because it, it, it hit me. It was like it, it's time. It's time for you to release it. It's time for you to move on. It's time for you to all right, I, we get it. You're angry, but it's not serving you. Yeah. That anger is not serving you anymore. It's time for you to let it go and 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 work on yourself and and get back to to the path that you're supposed to be on. I, I I I couldn't. You couldn't say it any better than that. I think that's so key. Is when we're in that space, is it serving me? Because if it is, if it's keeping you protected, and this is where you need to be, because I believe there's seven levels of energy, and one of those levels, um, level one actually, is a level where we go to really protect, we, we withdraw in and level one isn't bad. There isn't one energy level that's bad or good, but that's a place where we go to heal. That's a go, a place where we go to retreat and reflect and heal. And sometimes we stay there longer than we intended, but there's not a right or wrong place. And, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm so sorry that you went through all of that. But I love hearing that you say that it's made you who you are. And that person today is making an impact on other people. So you're using it. All of those things is the lessons that you needed to learn on this life to be the person that the future you needs you to be. No, it, it, showed, it showed me that life is precious where yeah. time is 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 very precious and that's something that mm. when i started podcasting i took very serious with is that people i i wanted to create the best content possible because people were giving me something very precious and that's and that's listening to me and, and giving me their time to listen to the podcast yeah. so i decided to invest in myself i am i decided to invest in courses on showing me how to edit do cameras or all, all the all, everything i needed to learn about audio equipment everything and and it's because i felt that by them giving me their time i needed to give them the best quality of me possible and I if that it. meant investing in myself then so be it because it, it's it's worth it it's worth me developing myself and growing and showing people where I've come from, from where I started as as a podcaster to where it was probably like five, 10 minute episodes to now where I'm having full blown conversations for 35, 45 to an hour. And it's just the growth in me. And it's yeah. just me wanting to make sure that my audience receives the proper messages and receives just the best quality that I can give them. I love that. And I, I see that you've labeled this unleashing your value and embracing your journey. And what you said just now, like, that's it. You just summed it up completely perfectly. 
that's what you that's what your life is you've unleashed the value of these lessons and unleashed the value of those experiences and you've embraced the journey that you've been given and that is so powerful because now you have all of that and you're taking all of that with you on each step going forward how much more empathetic are you now versus the person you were before these things happened how much more sensitive to other people's pain are you versus before like we we get to a place and if we haven't experienced things we can sympathize but you can't empathize because you haven't been there but now that you've gone through these things you can and it makes you a better host it makes you a better human because your scars can understand what other people's scars mean to them and so i just i feel like that's the beauty of our scars, you know, the beauty in the ashes and all the things that we go through. It's, it's not just that we have pain and get punished at all. Those things teach us so much about being human and the power of empathy and love and patience and just holding space for some, for another human that's hurting. And there's a lot of people hurting right now, a lot. And, and, no, and, and you're right. And it's being able now to, one of the best things now is that we're able to at least be able to show that a vulnerable side of ourselves that mm -hmm. before people probably make fun of you or people would not would would joke around all your your week or whatever it is but now in this time it, it it's a great feeling to be able to come on in here and express yeah. myself and come on and be able to tell how i feel and and not be judged and not yeah. be called names and not be said, Oh, this is, this is all oh, your, this is just not manly enough for you to be doing this. It's actually the opposite. I think it takes more courage, more yeah. strength. You're more manly because you can do this mm -hmm. and hold this space um, in a way that takes more courage than and bravery than hiding. Cause we're all humans. We all have these feelings. You can pretend like you don't, but we all do. We all go through things. So being able to say it out loud and own that journey, that takes true courage. So I applaud you for that. I think you're way more manly by being able to share it and own it <laughs> and say, you know, forget the naysayers. They really, they're just hiding behind their own pain and that's okay. They'll come out one day. And okay, so you're also big in in, in women empowerment. Yes, and, I love supporting other women. Yes, and what 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 is it now that we're seeing so many women entrepreneurs? We're seeing mm -hmm. women going out there and and really take that leap of faith of like, okay, I think I'm I'm going to do this. Yeah, I think the the pandemic has changed that for so many of us, for women that were working nine to five, having to you know juggle all the things to be in the office. So they had to get kids to daycare or school, be in the office. And then, you know, they're missing out on so much to coming home or being sent home during the pandemic. And you're working around your family and they're like, oh, I can do both. I can work, make a living and have time with my kids and be present. Even if I'm on a call, you know, I'm doing a puzzle with my kid or I'm multitasking and 
you know, being present. I'm watching my kids play while I'm, you know, on a Zoom. Um, or being creative and doing work at night when the kids are sleeping or whatever it is. But women see that they can and want to have it all. And in the past, that just wasn't possible. But with, you know, the new world after COVID, it is. We can and we want to have it all. We want to have a family. We want to have a balanced life. And we want to make a bunch of money and provide. And for many women that are single income, this has created so many opportunities, but also the unexpected ones because they've been laid off or, you know, they've had situations where their job was eliminated because of whatever has happened. So they've been forced into it. And then they see that they're really good. The downside to that is many of us are really good at doing the thing we're passionate about, right? Our skill set, but we're not good at doing everything. And we become the chief everything officer, right? You know, the CEO means chief everything officer. You're doing all of it. You're doing the marketing, you're doing the sales, you're doing the closing, you're doing the branding, you're doing all of it in many cases. And so it's really imperative, I believe, for women to have support. And that's why supporting other women and, and being that person who connects them to really precious resources, trusted resources of people that can fill in their gaps so that they can scale their businesses, so they can create collaborations and, and grow in ways that aren't possible when you're trying to do it all. You can't. We can't all do everything. We're not good at everything. Find what you're great at. Find what sparks joy and do that on purpose and have support come in to help you with the things that you don't love or the things that don't bring you joy or that you're not as good at. There's no shame in that. Um, and that has become just such a passion of mine to see women get to have it all. I love it. Oh, no, I, it's, it's amazing. I have some amazing friends that they're my wife. My wife, for example, she is she is a, a hustler. She's out there grinding. She she helps. She's helped numerous people start their own business. Mm. And, and and she just she just has that. She just has this knack where she she just can help people like set them on the right path for them to start their business. And that's awesome. And, and and it's amazing to see she's the one who, who encouraged me when once she saw that I was passionate about podcasting and all. She helped me start my um my production company. I love I was it. Like I she she's like I see that you're very passionate about this. This is something that you love to do. How can I make this something that you love to do and it benefits us and where we can grow and we can build something and. And she helped me start the LLC and, and get everything going. And it's being able to have her in my life and the impact that she's having on showing me how to, yeah, to do this, to do this. It's, it's just, and I love that she's, she's doing something that she's great at and that she's got, you know, passion about. And it's women like that, that make other businesses just operate better. You know, women like your wife and, the coaches that I've supported to to launch their own 
brands and their, you know, that I've supported to connect with other resources with someone, you know, that's great at building courses or they're great at doing the COO and all the operations and procedures. And this person just wants to coach. So those collaboration and those, you know, really key partnerships, we all do better when we get to shine at what we're really passionate about. Find something you want to do that you would do for free, do it on purpose and find a way to make money at it. That's a win-win. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's being able. So the reason I started the production company was because when I entered the podcasting room, I, I did it all. I, I learned, I had, I didn't know anyone. I did, I did right. the research on where I could release my podcast, what platforms were out there, what, mm. what I needed, what was the RSS feed, what branding, market, everything. Yeah. And so I felt like, okay, let, let me save people that time. Let me help them avoid those first few lessons that I had to learn. Yeah. <laughs> and just show them, hey, this is how you can do it. This is what you want to do. And so good. So it's it's been it's been a blessing to be able to to do this because and learn and in the same time learn it's helped me develop a skill. I've now mm-hmm. produced several podcasts. It, it, it's given me a skill that I can monetize. Yeah. Well, I think it's. Powerful women are stepping into powerful positions. I think that's what the the last few years has helped create. And, you know, there's also been a lot of people that have realized that, you know, they were way too dependent on one thing. So people are also diversifying. They're doing multiple things. And that's also been a gift. You know, they see you need multiple streams of income. You can't have all your eggs in one basket. The, the days of, you know, my parents started a job and worked for 50 years and retired and with the gold watch and the retirement. Yeah, and yes. That's, that's not the world that we live in these days anymore. And so it's, it's really about having key relationships and those relationships evolve and knowing when it's time to, um, to evolve with them, I guess is the best way to say that. No, you're, you're right. It's, the relationships I've built in the last three years mm. have been amazing. Yeah. I've been, have been to, to, it's taken, it's helped me grow as a person, the relationships I've been able to build because I've learned so much from so many different people and, and to have that, mm-hmm. that resource and to have that outlet of, of networks that you, you build, of people who who want to help you mm-hmm. out of the kindness of their heart, who are, who are wanting, who are, see that you're serious and, and see that you're motivated and inspired, that they're inspired to help you, and, and it's it's being a, it's it's those relationships that I, I, I cherish. It's those yeah. relationships of of Corrado is one of them. My man Snowman who came who stopped by. He's another guy who who I've, who's been in. He's been doing radio for over twenty something years, and to be able to sit down and speak with him and learn from him about so cool. the etiquettes of radio and and all this other stuff, and being able to 
to be a part of his radio show and, and learn and build up my confidence on on doing live shows because it's his show that also inspired me to actually start going live with my show because it helped me build up my confidence so i take these relationships that i've built very serious and and i encourage anyone who's who wants to get into this realm and this and this media and those are very important those 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 relationships and those networking parties and I highly recommend anyone to go some to go to an event, go to a podcast, go to a podcast movement, go go these and build these relationships. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's there's so many books kind of around this concept, but the power of who, right? It's not necessarily what you know, um, and it's you know not who is in like I just need to know all the famous peoples. No, it's about key people who is doing what you want to do. How do you build a true and authentic relationship with that person? Respecting their time, respecting their gifts, you know, paying to be in the room, paying to learn from them, or just, you know, really being sincere. I'd like to ask you two questions. I just want to borrow two, you know, 15 minutes of your time. And then giving them feedback. This is what you told me. This is what I did with it. This is how you impacted me, right? People love to help other people. They don't want to be taken for granted, though. They don't want to be taken advantage of. So, you know, be careful with what your asks are of people that you want to learn from. But by all means, be in the room. It's the, you know, you become the the people like the people you associate with. So put yourself in the right rooms with the right people who are doing the things that you want to do and you will begin to emulate them you'll shop like them you'll live like them you'll talk like them you'll buy like them and become like them so it will elevate you to the next level that is true now you don't do that at the demise of your you know your don't put yourself in debt but but right, be, make conscious good decisions to be in the right places with the right people. It's so key. And, um, you know, the power of three, I believe, is so key. I share this with my clients. To be the person of influence that you want to grow into, I believe we all need three things. We need someone to mentor or teach us. Mm-hmm. We need someone to walk alongside with us. Mm-hmm. And we need someone that we're feeding into and teaching. So a mentor, a, you know, a, a peer or a colleague that we can go along with, and then a student that we are feeding, so paying it forward to. Mm-hmm. And I think those keep us so sharp. They keep us in check. They keep us um, on the right path for our goals. And I also think they keep us humble when we're teaching. We learn more sometimes than when we're actually just, you know, soaking up stuff. It's like, I learned this from my mentor, but when I taught it to this person, I learned it in a new way again. And so it's so key, but then to have that person that's walking the same path you are to be able to say, Hey, this, I did this and it didn't work. And, Oh, did you try this? And, you know, yeah, I felt that too. That was really hard. But what about this thing? Right. It's just so good to have that sounding board that you can walk life with, whether that's your spouse or, you know, a coach, someone that is walking with you and holding you accountable to you to make sure you don't give up on you. 
is so key. No, oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's something that's that's something I've I tell a lot of people: get a coach, get a mentor, get mm-hmm. someone who's going to help you. Get yes. someone that you want to be in his position or her position. You want right. to see you want to like they're doing what you want to do. So yeah. then, get in that room with them. Get absolutely. to learn from them. Learn from them and see what it what it takes for you to be that person in the room that somebody else wants to learn from. Yeah. I think there's also with COVID, there's a lot of people who are saying the right things, but maybe not necessarily have lived that path. You can go to Facebook at any time or Instagram and see a hundred ads on how to be a six figure coach. Yeah. How to make 10,000 months, 10,000 K months. Or, you know, get 100 leads in a month. But do you know if that person has done that? Have they lived that? Have they done it on repeat? Do, you know, where's the fruit of their labor? Did they just pop online and they've learned this from somebody and now they're teaching it? Or is this their life? So just be careful, too, of, you know, learning that people will show you who they are. Believe them. But make sure the people you're learning from are truly living the life and owning the things that they are teaching you, that it's legitimate and it's authentic and it's real. Um, You know, I feel like we have a discernment. We have this intuitive instinct. Trust your gut. Bottom line, trust your gut. If it doesn't feel right, if it feels too good to be true, it probably is. So just be careful of that. But there's a lot of good people out there who have learned that you can follow and learn from. Those are the people that, uh, you know, you just want to pour into and support and love and then pay it forward for the others. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, this has been a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you. This I love amazing. it. I love it. I think we're so like-minded on how we take our rocks and, you know, turn them into um, a lighter bag and lessons and, and really you can take your rocks and turn them into gold sometimes. So I love that you've done that. Definitely. But now it's time um, you get the solo screen and you get to share and, and let everybody know where they can find you, your website, oh, everything. You. Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited to share anything that I have. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook. But um, I have my coach, Karen Gray website. And right now, I would love to give for anyone that's feeling like maybe they're feeling a little lost, feeling like they don't have direction or they need a little help because they're feeling overwhelmed. I have a free assessment I would love to give to you. If you will just go to uh, Coach Karen Gray and request information, I will send you or follow me on Instagram, any of my feeds, and ask for my free burnout assessment. I will gladly hand it to you, share it with you, and provide any resources that I can to help you begin to move those rocks out of your bag. And I'd love to have you follow me over on YouTube and on Spotify at Rock Movers. That's my podcast. So thank you so much, Wise. I appreciate being on there for the show. It's been a great conversation, and I love what you're doing. Just keep doing it and paying it forward. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, Corrado's, we got Corrado's approval. 
He's very, it was a very interesting segment. Thank you, Corrado. Love you, brother. Appreciate you. Um, thanks to everybody who's uh, who stopped by Snowman, Big Ben Sutherf the third from the BS3 network, which we air on his network Monday, so Tuesday, cool. Wednesdays. Um, but um, thank you so much. This has been great. I, I've had a great time. Um, it's been good. If they follow I, I, me on LinkedIn, they'll see we got a, I have a lot of events coming up this fall. So I would love that. to connect with anybody that feels led to um, come to retreats or virtual online events. I've got some great collaborations coming up this fall. Oh, everybody, I will be sharing it. Yeah, if you're following me on LinkedIn or Instagram or anything, I will be sharing any of her stuff. So you will be, you will be, uh, definitely notified of when she has stuff coming out. Yeah. And if you have an adopted journey or you know someone that is that's still hurting, that's really something that's near and dear to my heart. I would love to be able to help them and support them. So, but we're all in this together. So we're here to, to lock arms and walk this way. Definitely. But don't leave just yet. Let me close out the show and me and you chat a little bit off the air, but um, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, so time to uh, time for shout outs. Big shout out to my real wise fam, Poppy J, Brandy J. Love you guys, miss you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. Appreciate it and love you. Big shout out to everybody in the chat, Snowman, Corrado, Ben, uh, Facebook user. It's probably Obime. What's up, my brother? Uh, big shout out to our guest, Coach Karen Gray, for coming through and 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 sharing her her knowledge and sharing her story. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know your boy Wise does it. Peace out.